0: It's time for the big nasty show right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and
1: 1450 The
0: Mints, <laughs> welcome in here on a... Friday afternoon. We're actually we're hanging out, out at the Polo Fields Golf and Country Club out to, out the out Shelbyville Road out here. It's, uh, it's a little rainy out here today. They've got the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament out here at the Polo Fields and everybody's here ready to go. So hopefully Mother Nature will set uh, up on the rain a little bit. and We'll get this started here. They're, they're looking for a shotgun start at 1.30 uh, just in a few minutes. Again, we're out here at Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. They've got uh, all sorts of membership opportunities. We're going to talk throughout the segment in the next couple hours here. We're going to talk with a few folks that work out here and tell us about how they, where they, where how long they've been here and how things are going here at the Polo Fields. We've got a lot to talk about today on the Big Nasty Show here on 1450 Sports Buzz and uh, 1450. If you're in your car driving around Kentucky and as you look out through windows, you see it's uh, pretty dreary out there right now. It's uh, still raining out here. We're hoping it lets up for you all here on your Friday afternoon. We've got... Uh, Later on this evening, we've got the start of Churchill Downs, uh, Friday evening racing, the Friday night racing. The Friday card gets underway. Um, they're affected by the rain as well out there. It's going to be a sloppy, sloppy track out in uh, Churchill Downs this evening. But the first post for the Friday racing is 2.45. So if you don't have anything going on this evening, be sure you get out there. Um, we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a horse race. we got Preak coming up next week, which is going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. got a lot of candidates that didn't run in the Derby. They're going to actually stop in and uh, have, their, have their go at, at Orb and company, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, one of the cats from the, the Mason & Myers show is going to join us here in a little bit. We're going to talk a little NBA, a little Major League Baseball. Uh, we're going to see what's going down with the golf. They are, they're underway down at the TPC. They're going to be playing the players. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that shapes up. Uh, we've got a little NFL to talk about today. A little bit of MV. uh Major League Baseball is coming around, starting to get good out there. Some teams are moving, some teams are shaking, some teams are not doing so well. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk Churchill Downs. We have got entertainment news a little bit. We have a little bit of martial, mixed martial arts to talk about. We have got uh, all sorts of things to talk about today. Like I said, we're out here at Polo Fields uh, Golf and Country Club. They have the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament. Scheduled to tee off here, so they're going to do a shotgun start. Scheduled to do it at 1:30. We're hoping that the, we're hoping that the rain helps us out with that, so we can we get this thing on way out here. So um, we uh, we want you to know that you can call at any time here on the the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line. It's at 384-1450 and. Uh, you uh, you can call any time on that show. If you go, this is my program here for the big nasty shows, one to three on Mondays and Fridays. We have the uh, the afternoon drive. Usually follows me every day. Matt Dennison. We have the local sports covered. He's got the local sports covered on Mondays and Fridays from eleven to twelve. So we're gonna have a, we're gonna have one of the we're gonna have one of the locals here uh, at the uh, we're gonna we're, we're out here at the Polo Field the Golf and Country Club, and they're taking good care of us out here. It's a fun time. We've got. Uh, Introduce yourself, sir. We'll,
2: we'll tell them, let you tell him. who we got on Uh Joe Frederick. I'm the head golf professional here at the Polo Fields. Um, we uh, we have our Eddie Tyree Memorial uh, pro going on out here this afternoon. Uh 130 shotgun. Obviously, the, uh, the weather hasn't cooperated just yet, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens this afternoon. Yeah, it looked, from driving in, it looks like the golf course is in real good shape out here. It's in real good condition. Yeah, it's in great shape. Uh, our superintendent, Pete Willard, uh, has done a, a great job this year, and the uh, golf course is uh, yeah, it, it is. It's in great shape. Um, greens are rolling really well, and a lot of grass this time of year, obviously with the rain yeah, that we've had. So that on the way out
0: it has been nice to play a little golf after this. But you know, it's probably going to be a, yeah.
2: worked out that way. So tell me a little bit about this Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament we got going. On. Uh, there's a uh, Memorial Talk Tournament we've um, we put together about 16 years ago. Eddie was a, a local golf professional here. Um, he was at Iroquois Golf Course and at Seneca was was his mainstay. But uh, he's a member of the Kentucky Golf Hall of Fame and. Um, he had about uh, 12 or 13 guys that worked under him as assistant golf professionals at one time that are now head professionals in the area. And we're all still local, uh, which is good. And uh, he passed away in 97 and we kind of put this tournament together uh, in honor of him and, um, one of his big things was uh, junior golf, uh, so awesome. some of the money oh, yeah, that we raised uh, today goes towards junior golf programs in the area. Well, a lot of people don't realize with junior golf,
0: you know, it's not like other sports are a lot more accessible to these kids because you know there's, there's the clubs and the bank and all the equipment it takes a little bit more to get involved with golf. So things like right. this help that out. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, try to keep. You know, it's, it's nice to see uh, youth getting involved. That's that's really what it's all about because it's a
2: great game. I've had yeah. played, played for I've played for I guess thirty about thirty years now myself, and I'm sure you played a while. Yeah. It, so is, it is a great. Game, we we all obviously all have a lot of passion for it, and that's why we we do this and put this together. And uh, there's a lot of great programs around the area to help the juniors. Yeah, it's it's, it's the game. The nice thing about the game of golf is uh, you can start playing when you're young, eight, nine, ten years old, whatever, even
0: younger. And then uh, you can also start playing when you're fifty, sixty years old and still pick the game up. Right, it's a great. It's a great game across the board. You can't play basketball or football when you're fifty, sixty, you know, yeah, it's 60 yeah, years old. That's but, a little harder on the
2: body. You know, so, it. Um, so we. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the membership, and the, you know, there's a there's a medical facility here. There's a medical facility here. Yeah, we do we do corporate outings out here. We we have weddings, and we have a great setting out out here over our veranda, looking out over the golf course. for yeah, weddings. And, uh, just out there? Uh, obviously, a great place for receptions and yeah, and everything. And, and memberships are available. So uh, we're um, we've been out here since 1993, and. Uh, we got a great thing going here, and just looking forward to, to growing that. And if they want to talk to somebody about it and get some more information, how do they get a hold of it? Um, uh, they can call us. Uh, Patrick Fisher is our membership director. Um, the number out here is uh, 502-244-6688. And, again, Patrick is our membership director, and he can take care of you and, and answer any questions you have on... Uh, what is that number again? 244-6688. That's, a number for, for, uh, That's the number for polo Field Country Clubs. Uh, and uh, so we're... Uh, we're out here, we're hoping for the rain to, to, to let up, because you had a pretty good turnout when I came up. I was surprised that you had so many. Yeah, we have, uh, we have 26 teams that, the, that are supposed to start, so yeah, we're hoping the rain kind of lets up a little bit so, so we can get out and get some golf in. I tell you, I'd, I'd love to go. I'm going to have to get out here sometime and play. It looks like a beautiful course. So, um, and, and so you have uh, any other
0: tournaments coming up in the near future? We are, yeah, or, yeah, actually, you know,
2: along the lines, we have um, the, the Kentucky Junior uh, Golf Association has a tour that runs, and we have one of their events here in June. Uh, so we'll have some juniors out in June. Uh, later on in the year, we have the uh, Kentucky Senior Open uh, out here in September. Okay. Uh, so a lot of big events going on, along with all our member events uh, that we have throughout the year for our men and ladies. So is that uh, for for you? As would you uh, do you ever consider doing it? To... Competing professionally, or do you still play in the the, the pro, Pro-Ams? I still play a few pro-ams, Pro-Ams and some local stuff yeah. around here. But, uh, yeah, that uh, that's a different game of golf. I, tell you, uh, I tell you, I When you talk about being on tour, those uh, those guys, that you know, that that's the marks they have out there. These guys are good. They're good. Oh, I, know. I, I was at the Honda Classic last year and actually had some pretty good access, and it's it's humbling how, how well they, they hit the ball
0: and how smoothly they hit the ball, which is amazing. I'm sure when you teach, that's a lot what you teach us tempo is a huge part of the game. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and that's another thing. Someone wants to uh, find their game, if you would, or try to work on some things. How, how do they do that here?
2: Uh, they can give us a call. Um, obviously, the, the same number there, um, 244-6688. Uh, you don't have to be a member to take lessons out here, so we're, we're here for everybody. There you go. Uh, we have some great junior programs going on through the summer uh, that they can send their kids out to that we get going after school. Um, we do about a nine-week program for the juniors throughout the year. Um, up until the time they get out, to the time they go back to school, so we have a lot going on for juniors that uh, the families can get involved in. There you go.
0: So again, we're out here at Polefields Golf and Country Club. They got the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament that's getting ready to tee off here in just a minute. Just a little help from Mother Nature is what we're looking for. Got a little bit of that. So, but everybody seems to be in pretty good spirits about it. Everybody's ready to go. So, hopefully, it lifts up. And again, it's a pleasure. It's a beautiful facility out here, and it's a pleasure to talk oh, to you, you Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. We're talking with the head pro out here at the uh, Polo Golf and Country Club. This is a beautiful place, and we, we want you all to think Mother Nature stopped the rain is what we're hoping for. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about we're gonna talk a little horse racing in the second segment. We're gonna handicap this Friday card for you guys, and we talk a little horse racing. We're gonna do a uh, little Major League Baseball. We're gonna do a little uh, NBA. We're gonna talk to Rashawn Myers on the other side of this break here. We're gonna take a quick break here, and then we're gonna come back. And we're gonna talk to Rashawn Myers from. Uh, on uh, Mason and Myers in the morning on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Polo Fields, uh, Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. We're just talking to some of the folks from from out there. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got Kevin Greenwall, He's going to sit down and chat with me first for a moment. Kevin, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing
2: great. I just wish the weather was just a tiny bit better. I, say,
0: I have to go with so we, it. So yeah, you have so much choice with this. You know, Mother Nature. You have to. That's one thing you have to go with. So um, we're, we're we're out here at the uh, Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament, um, and uh, it's at the Polo Field and Country Club. They're trying for a 130 shotgun start. Doesn't look like we're going to quite get there, but we—it might,
2: might just be a little dreary out there. I guess yeah. it looks like we're hoping it kind of slows down a little bit. It's uh, kind of steady at the moment, but we'll, we'll probably just kind of hold it off just a, a bit.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. We, so we got another—we got someone else on this, and we is, we is here. Mr. Greg Basham. Greg, Greg. Basham, PGA professional on Cherokee Golf Course, and you're also—you uh, know this guy, don't you? you said he's Tyreek. Yes, sir. He's my uncle. There you go. Come on in, so. Um, so, anyway, tell me a little bit about you. Let me tell me a little bit about this golf tournament how it came into play. It was in memory of Eddie Carey.
2: He was the uh, PGA professional at uh, Iroquois Golf Course from nineteen sixty or sixty one to nineteen eighty one. And in eighty one, he moved to Seneca Golf Course. Uh, was there for until nineteen ninety seven, and he uh, uh, had a brain aneurysm and, and passed away at the early age of sixty one. Oh, okay. We started the tournament in his memory that year in
0: 97. And it seems like you got a good turnout here despite the rain, which is nice. Everybody's ready to go. Hopefully, we'll get, get that nice three-hour, four-hour window.
1: Absolutely. Again, this is just for a great call for junior golf, so uh, I don't mind. We the, don't mind playing the test.
0: Again, for those of you who don't know, we're out here at Polo Field, soft Country Club, and this is to benefit junior golf, which we were just talking about. It's nice to have uh, junior golf uh you're surging a little bit in, the, in this, this state, for sure. I'm from Pennsylvania, and they started to do a lot of the, small, the, the programs for the younger kids because golf isn't quite as accessible as some of the other sports. You know, basketball, you just need a ball. Golf, you need a lot of different things and, and, and coaching. So it's nice to see events like this benefit that type of cause.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's uh, Kevin's got one of the best junior programs in town. Actually, they're, Thank you. they're building a uh, new... That whole junior facility out for And where's the
0: Seneca Golf Course? Oh, Seneca, that's right. Okay, so Seneca's uh, come a long way. I, I, you know, when I first started, when I first moved to the several years ago, I played at Seneca, uh, and it wasn't
2: nearly in as good shape as it is now. Seneca's come a long way. It's it's improving. The metro Parks is uh, working hard to improve all the facilities, and I think I can remember when I was a kid playing those golf courses, and I think about what they're like today, and they are much improved. Uh, oh,
0: absolutely. Parks. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's, it's. it's I, then the greens are in good shape out there. They just. Uh, just changed a couple court, uh, holes last year, two years ago. They, they changed a few holes around, right?
2: Yeah, one in ten were changed probably three or four years ago. Uh, we it, it allowed us to have a larger driving range facility, which allows us to do the. The better junior programs we have, several schools we yeah, have use it. And, yeah, and and
0: I, I, nice. Uh, I, I, that's a nice throughway that I, I travel quite a bit, and every time I go there, there's there's always people in the practice facility, the practice green, the chipping area, which is oh, that's that's where golf is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's where you if, if you can't chip and putt, where are you going to
1: do? Absolutely. So. He's, he's probably got the best junior program in, in the town.
0: Yeah, so that's it's job over there. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, and how long is this a? Uh, how going Been going on again now?
2: Eddie Carrie was in 97, so mm-hmm. I lose track. It goes so fast. Yeah, That's 17, isn't it? Yeah. Down. yeah something wow. like that. It doesn't
0: that long. Time, time flies by. It doesn't... I wish I could look outside here, gentlemen. I We've we got a beautiful perspective out here at uh, Polo, Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. We're overlooking which... What is this one here? That's number eighteen, and we are overlooking the eighteenth green here uh, from the from the pro shop, and it's a beautiful view. The only thing that could make it better is if we didn't see all, all those raindrops.
2: Yeah, it's been a tough spring yeah,
0: too. Right, had, yeah, but, you know that's going to be good for the the later part of the year for us, oh. and the courses are all going to be in magnificent shape here. I would I would assume in the next few weeks. So, anything? Uh, are you guys uh, both members out here too, or? No, I'm the golf professional at Cherokee Golf Course. Okay. And he's a golf professional at Seneca Golf Course. So you guys can uh, pretty much play wherever you want then, right? <laughs> if we can <laughs> find, uh, <laughs> I tell you. It's man. amazing that you can't find in life it's it's time or money and you can't have both. That's it' you know. That's or, a hard or, so but, uh, so are you guys in the same group today on you No,
3: know,
0: Greg's playing. He's got a I've got, I got, got my, son, my
1: son and then I've got my two cousins, uh, a little sandbags, the, uh, uh sometimes uh, if you want <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, I mean, there's uh, the- a <laughs> the <laughs> number
0: <laughs> All right, so that's what I think. I figured. Think there's so little like, like, gentle competition. So uh, I saw uh, Richard from Oxford up in here. He's got a team too. So they're uh, they're probably got a chance. Probably, titles. I
1: would say, what, eight or nine guys here that work for Eddie. Correct.
0: Right. Well,
1: that's so, and cool. he had the impact then, that's uh, for cool. at least eight or nine guys. Well, I, uh, I I didn't have the pleasure of knowing
0: him because I'm new to the area, but it sounds like he's pretty pretty class act all the way around.
1: Oh, absolutely! So. I don't think you'll ever
0: talk to anybody that says a bad word about him. Well, and you know it's cooling down right and the people all showed up, so that that says something right there. So, um, so uh, what happens if we don't get it in? Do we we can't really rain check it, can we? No,
1: I think we're we'll going to get it in, whether we play nine holes or not. Oh, there you know, go. Nine, that's
0: so. at least at least at least we can how well you're doing. So, uh, and uh, so. So, Seneca, what else do we we want to talk about today?
2: Well, we could talk about Eddie. I mean, Eddie's had an impact on everybody that's here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, He was a great player, great advocate for junior golf, a perfect gentleman to work for. I worked for him for the better part of 17 years, and I learned a tremendous amount, not only about the golf business, but about people. And uh, I'm appreciative of getting those years in and being uh, uh,
1: being under his direction. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, there's, there's, if you talk to anybody, you'll never hear anybody say anything bad about Eddie Tyree. He was just a class act. Uh, not just because he's my uncle, but uh, he knew how to treat people with uh, great respect. And it was uh, it was
0: uh, great having him around. He was my mentor when I was growing up. And again, it's, good, uh, it's nice talking to both of you guys on on the way out here. Uh, just to, just. To... Reiterate your name so I don't screw them up, and uh, and then we'll let you get back uh, to I'm this. I'm uh, Greg Basham, uh, pro at Cherokee Golf Course. At Cherokee, so it's, a, it's a in, in the uh, Cherokee Park. Cherokee Park is in, right, in that old golf course. Pretty, pretty awesome. much get to that wherever you're at in the city. It's, it's uh, right there. It's so, Island. And then yourself, sir?
2: I'm Kevin Greenwell, PGA Professional at Seneca Golf Course, right there next to Bowman Field Airport. Perfect. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you very much. Like you got it, man. Thanks, again.
0: So we were talking to... Uh, Couple of local professionals around the area. You. There you go, guys. A couple of local professionals, and uh, they're they're out here. That's for him. But the, thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, and we uh, uh, we were talking to uh, we were talking to the local professionals out here at the, at, at the Polo Fields. They were from Seneca and uh, Cherokee Park. Now, uh, are you still on the line, Rasan Rasan you still on the line? We're still on the line, bud. Uh, we were we going to talk to Rashawn and uh, Myers in the morning, but apparently we, we dropped him somewhere in the mix. Oh, we just had sizzling bacon walking. You know, that's good. It's all good. So Trevor Kelsey's in the house. Take care of a few things here. Uh, we we're uh, we were going to talk a little bit of NBA. You wanna do you uh, want to do that? We we're going to talk a little NBA. We we're going to talk with Rashawn Myers, but we may have dropped him. So, uh, anyway, we're going to go to a quick break here. Fourteen fifty and 1450
3: Click the
4: on your name.
0: saying and can be a star Feels like a barbarian Still out
3: It's like a bad day I feel the, the chaos I around me But I do have an NBA expert
0: On the line In rate Sean Myers Are you there buddy? Are you there
3: Sean? Yeah yeah i mean here What's going on fellas?
0: calling in today and uh, talking a little bit about me. I was just t- touching upon NBA. You want to talk a little NBA with me here for a moment?
3: I love the league. I love the NBA. If if that's the only round ball that's bouncing, you know what? I'm a big college basketball guy, but the NBA for me, uh, during the playoffs, it doesn't get any better than that, man.
0: I'm telling you what it's you know I don't follow it nearly as closely when I uh, when it is the regular season. I have some thoughts on that that we can maybe ch- chat about. But it definitely gets a little bit better uh, come playoff time, don't you agree?
3: Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean the the playoffs is uh, are when the best players in the world are playing their hardest. I mean uh, a lot of times during that 82 game schedule during the regular season, guys are kind of just going through the motions. But once the playoffs start. They take it to a whole new level, and I absolutely love
0: it. Okay, so let's let's break this down here a little bit. Let's let's talk. Uh, there's all four series tied themselves up at one and one. So uh, let's 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 talk. Let's let's break down these each one of these series a little bit for me. And uh, again, thanks for staying on the line with me there uh, during the, the last break. There, okay. Okay.
3: Okay. No problem at all. Sounds good.
0: Okay, so we'll start to we'll start to with the heat. And the Bulls, which is uh, creating a lot of buzz, this series. We, as you saw, the the Bulls came out to come out guns a blaze, in the first game of the series and took care of business. To, and to everybody's dismay, and the Heat was uh, clearly shocked. But uh, was this a was this a case of just kind of taking it easy, Miami style, and then uh, shaping up the next game? Is that what we had here, Bud?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I knew Miami was going to come back and give a great effort after dropping game one uh, to the Bulls, but it was not surprising to me that Chicago-Miami game one. That was not a fluke. I mean, it's a simple fact that Chicago, because they play that defense style of basketball, um, give Miami problems, and I think that they'll give Miami problems now that they're going back to Chicago. Um, now, whether or not the Bulls can get it done, unfortunately, Kirk Heinrich, uh, Lou Alden, as well as Derrick Rose, none of those guys are going to be available uh, for game three, apparently. So um, I think Chicago's going to have enough to get it done. Um, that home crowd is going to help them out, but it's going to take a lot of effort and guys staying out of foul trouble. They can't get Nate Robinson into foul trouble this game. Joe Kim Noah has got to stay out of foul trouble, and they can't let the referees' good call kind of determine what, what happens. They have to just keep their head in the game, keep grinding, but they've got to play better defense. They cannot outscore Miami. They have to go out there, lock down on the defensive end and try to make it a low-scoring game. That first game, they only scored 86 points, and that's what they're going to have to do if they want to have a shot in this series.
0: Oh, absolutely. And also, you know, it's a testament to the Bulls. You know, they're banged up. the best players out. You know, we got, we've got health concerns all across the board for the Bulls, and still they're a competitive team against, you know, maybe not even arguably the best team in the NBA.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you know, he the the alpha males, the number one guys, but if you have a team that can lock down on the defense, I mean, that's the way to beat Miami. No team is going to go out there and just try to run up and down and outscore them. They have three shooters. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are too good in transition. Uh, so what you have to do is you have to make it ugly. You have to kind of bump and grind them and be physical with them. Um, and you just got to kind of stop them on the defensive end. Everything about beating Miami starts on the defensive end because you're if- defend them, and you're letting LeBron James go up and down and make highlight real dunks, uh, then it's game over.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so so then I'll put you on the spot just to snitch here. Uh, the Heat Bulls, who wins and how many games?
3: Um, you know, I think Miami's going to get the win. Um, I think it'll probably be Miami in six. I think that the Bulls will get one more game. I think they'll steal one of these two games at home. I think ultimately game six. In Miami, uh, the Heat take care of business and um uh, through the uh, finals.
0: I, I, in fact, I couldn't have put it any better myself because that's exactly what I've got happening in that series. So, um, and, and uh, so then we'll we we'll move on through through all four of them and then we'll we'll dissect it even further here. In just a second. So now we have the Pacers and the um, Knicks. Uh, what's your thoughts on this series?
3: Uh, well, I tell you what, the the Knicks-Pacers series is a very even series. It's it's funny because you're pitting probably the most inefficient team in the NBA in the my in the New York Knicks versus one of the most efficient teams uh, in the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are very complete. They take care of the ball. Great passing team. Great shooting team. Everybody plays together. Then you have the Knicks, who of course Carmelo Anthony shoots 45 shots a game <laughs> to try to go out there and score 30 points, and the Knicks kind of just try to um, out talent you and just out uh, man you there's so many guys that they can play um, it's a big time contrast to staff uh, this is a, a series I expect to go seven games um, I think it's going to be interesting it's going to be back and forth I think the Pacers will get a game uh, <clears throat> at home I think that the Knicks will stand at home uh, so I, it wouldn't surprise me to see them come out of this uh, tied um, at two the two games in Indianapolis
0: yeah and it does it seem to you like, like it seems like everybody's winning at home during all this this the playoffs in general. It seems like everybody that's home is a winner.
3: Yeah, well, it's, it's it's interesting because both, you know, the, the favorites all lost a game at home uh in the second round of the playoffs. That usually doesn't happen. Usually in till the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, that's when you start to see maybe uh teams really go out on the road and get those wins. And this is what's making for such an unpredictable series. I think you know, was maybe the first, the best first round since they went and extended out to seven games back, uh, for the first round of the playoffs. And I think this may be the best round uh, that we've ever seen. I mean, all these series, are, to me, are going to go six or seven games. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't really know what the answer is. I don't know if it's bad offense, good defense. Um, but, you know, it seems like all these teams are very well matched against each other.
0: Yeah, exactly so. Um, again, I'm talking to Rashawn Myers. He's from the uh, Mason Myers in the morning. They're on from 7 to 9 on 1450sportsbuzz.com, Monday through Friday, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
3: Yes, sir. Monday through Friday. I've been I've been gone the last few days. I know Mason's missed me, but uh, uh, the boss man, Dugan Ryan, was taking care of him this morning.
0: Well, just a few short weeks ago, you were taking care of him, and then he returned to favor, I guess. So you guys uh, you guys got, you got each other's back, at least in that department, huh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. We've got the cars,
0: man. <laughs> uh, we're we're going live, actually, from Polo Fields Golf and Country Club out here. Um, they got a, they got a, the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament going on today. And I'll tell you what, even with the weather being bad, the spirits are still up out here and they're getting ready to get started or trying to do anyway out here at uh, Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. So let's move to the other side of the bracket. We talked about the East. Uh, well, let me, real quick, give me your uh, who wins that series and how many games.
3: Um, I think that in the knicks pacers series, I think the Knicks are going to get it done in seven. I think that they'll uh, continue to kind of bounce back and forth like a tennis match. But with the Knicks at home in game seven, I think that'll be enough to get it done. I think we're the matchup that everybody wants to see in New York to Miami, I think it's going to happen. Uh, so give me uh, the Knicks in seven.
0: There you go. There you go. So let's move, Let's bump across over to the west side. Uh, to the west side, um, we've got OKC <laughs> and the Grizzlies. First of all, just let me say, OKC. I thought they were done in the last round, and they pulled out, and now it seems to have the momentum to uh, to move forward. But uh, the Grizzlies are no are no slouches.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, you got to look at Memphis. You got to give them props because they won Game Two they could have and should have won game one. Uh they were they lost ninety three ninety one uh in, in one but it was a game that they were very competitive in and could have won. I think uh that, you know, right now for Oklahoma City you have Kevin Durant doing basically everything. Maybe the best playoffs of any player um this year. Uh but what you have with Memphis is you just have so many good players. You have Zach Randolph and uh, Gasol, so they have so much size, so much athleticism. They have two great point guards. They have Mike Conley. Uh, they have Jared Bayless. Uh, that's a big part of that. You have a great shutdown guy on the perimeter, and Tony Allen. Uh, I think that what they've tried to do is really limit Kevin Martin. I think it's pretty much conceded that Kevin Durant's going to get his 30, 35 points. But what, I, what what they're trying to do is make sure Kevin Martin can't breathe. Uh, because I don't think they believe that they that, uh, Durant can outscore the rest of the Memphis team by himself, uh, so it seems like they've made a premium on putting uh, as much pressure on Kevin Martin as possible.
0: That's certainly a good. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. A, and, and Randolph, how much of a freak is he? <laughs>
3: I'm, I, I love the big guys uh, for the Grizzlies. They have a lot of athleticism. They have a lot of size. Both of those guys are bounders. Uh, uh, Randolph has been, uh, none short of outstanding. I mean, you know what? I really like the way the Grizzlies look. Of course, um, I think that the loss of, uh, James Harden has really been felt, uh, since Russell Westbrook went down. Um, it was accentuated in the Houston series, and it seems like it may have gotten a little bit worse in the Memphis series just because men have a few more healthy bodies, uh, that, you know, at their disposal. I really believe if Jeremy Lynn is not hurt, uh, in that Houston series, and Oklahoma City might be sitting at home right now.
0: Valid point as well. The uh, you know Westbrook, you, you can't really weigh. it. It's hard to weigh how devastating the the Westbrook factor is. You know, if you have you have Durant and Westbrook both coming at you, and you, you, you know you can't keep both of them down. But now that you don't have them in the game, you brought you brought a great point up with uh, with uh, the for the Rockets in that series away without the Westbrook. You know, it made a huge difference. That's for sure. So. Who
3: do you like? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know, I was just going to say, I, I like Reggie Jackson. He's a good young guard. Uh, they have some nice players there, but I don't know if all those guys are really ready for the prime time. and Kevin Durant, you know, at some point you would think he's going to wear out because the guys just have to take so many shots. I mean, he's such an efficient player that he's going out there shooting more probably than he has in his whole career, so I, I don't know how long he can keep it up, but it's great to watch.
0: There you go. So who wins this series, and who, who in how many games?
3: You know what? I think it's going to be Memphis. I think Memphis is going to get it done, and believe it or not, oh, I think they're going to do seven at OKC. I think that the up is going to happen. I think the Grizzlies will wear Oklahoma down, and after seven games, uh, I think the Grizzlies will be moving on. You're
0: going to chop the legs out of the Giants. Is that what's going to go down? Durant's going to timber?
3: Yeah, I, I just think that he's going to wear it. I just don't think he has enough, okay. uh, you know, health, uh, and I think it's going to ultimately kind of wear him down. The Grizzlies are a big physical team.
0: There we go. And also, and so then we have one more game in this four-part series here. Uh, we've got. And I'll lead into this game with a question again. I'm talking to Rashawn Myers from Mason and Myers in the Morning, uh, seven to nine Monday through Friday on fourteen fifty The Sports Buzz um, The question that I have is: Is Clay Thompson? And Steph Curry, is that the best shooting backcourt, as uh, Mark Jackson had said, of all time?
3: Yeah, I, he said of all time. I mean, that's, that's whew, that that's a high praise to give two guys that are so young. I, you know what, I can't argue with Steph's record uh, for three-pointers made a uh, single season this year. So, you know, he's definitely got to be up there. Klay Thompson is an excellent shooter as well. He's been over 40%. Each year he's been in the league so far, uh, so they're definitely up there. I don't know if they're the best ever yet, um, but you know it's got it's close. Uh, if they continue at the, at the rate they are, um, I tell you what, I I love Golden State right now.
0: Yeah, me too. So, um, so who's the better shooter between the two of them? If you had to
3: oh, definitely got to be Steph Curry. It's got to be Steph Curry. Just because Steph Curry, Steph does, I, I give more props to. <laughs> that can go off the dribble and get his own shot. Like, Clay is more of a catch-and-shoot type of guy. He can do a little bit off the dribble. But Steph Curry's phenomenal with his ability to be able to shoot off the dribble and just basically pull up in a guy's mug and knock it down. It's unbelievable.
0: Excellent. So, so who wins this? So does that mean that the Warriors get past the Spurs and the, and the, the, the lengths and the experience?
3: You know what? It should be 2-0 right now, Golden State. Golden State should have won the first game. This is a uh, matchup that I have looked at uh, since the beginning. I don't think the Spurs have enough to get it done. Uh, fortunately, they're just a little bit too old, a little bit too slow. They're a tough team. They're a championship team. They're not going to go down easy. I think they'll still win more games. Probably game five back in San Antonio, they will win. But uh, to me, I think Golden State gets it done in six games uh, and moves on to the uh, Western Conference Finals. There's going to be a couple of upsets. You're going to have a, a Grizzlies-Golden yeah, yeah, uh, you... State Warriors matchup. How about that? I
0: love it. I love it. So, so that's that's Rashawn Myers predictions. there. We've got the Golden State against the Grizzlies. So who wins that game to go to the championship game?
3: You know what? Uh, that's going to be a great matchup. I, I really, I, it's going to go seven games. I don't know who would win that matchup. I actually need to maybe see <laughs> a game or two because I don't know if the size of the Grizzlies will win out or just the athleticism, quickness, and shooting of the Golden State Warriors. It would absolutely be a a great series. Um, it's going to go. So it would go seven games, uh, and I really don't know who would win that. I oh, if you if you twisted my arm, I'd probably say probably Memphis, just because they have so much size, maybe they can wear out Bo getting those guys on the end and kind of wear them down, but it'll be a great matchup, no doubt.
0: Well, that's the only place we've, we've disagreed up to this point, because I've got the Warriors in the, in the championship game, so that's the West. So where, so who uh, who's, who's coming in the East? Who's going to be, who's going to win the uh, Knicks and Heat game?
3: Um, I, you know what, I, I would say I think that the Knicks are good. I think that against the Miami Heat, uh, I think that the Heat, they put so much pressure on you with their ability to get out and transition. They draw so many fouls. Uh, the Knicks have some depth there, but, you know, with J.R. Smith uh, and with Carmelo Anthony, that's their primary sport. And if either two, one of those two guys get into foul trouble, it really, really makes it do hard. Um, and they don't necessarily lock down on the defensive side of the ball either. Um, I just think yeah. that the Heat probably in six games uh, would take care of the Knicks. I think it'd be a good series early, um, but I, I think the Knicks are just too in it to take down Miami. Yeah, I
0: think actually, Heat's I think going to have more trouble with the Bulls than they will with the Heat or, with, pardon me, with the Knicks. So I'm gonna. I think it's back to back for the for the Heat. I think it's an entertaining series against the Golden State Warriors that the Heat wins in six games.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, the Miami, the, they look tough. I would love to see a Miami-Golden State matchup just because the two teams match up so well, um, you know, as far as the, the speed, the athleticism, the fact that both teams like to get up and down and shoot the three. Uh, I love Mark Jackson. He's a great coach. I think that the, the Wolves are a little bit too young to win it all if they did make it, uh, but it would be great to see. If the Grizzlies make it, though, it would be a very interesting series. It would be very I'm tough sure for Miami-Miami struggled a little bit with the Grizzlies this year with when they play because the Grizzlies have so much size down low. I think either way, regardless of whether it's Golden State or Memphis, I think it would go six, would probably go six games, but I think that the Heat would ultimately get it done. But you know what? The Warriors are a team on the way up, and I would not be surprised to be a Western Conference favorite here in a year or two. That would be awesome.
0: Listen, Rashawn, I have to get to a break here, but I want to thank you for staying on and uh, staying on through that extra long break that we had there. Appreciate that. And, uh, again, this is Rashawn Myers from Mason & Myers in the morning. You can catch them 7 to 9 Monday through Friday on 1450thesportsbuzz.com. And uh, it's a dreary day, so we're gonna I'm going to get out of here and uh, get to a break. And uh, thanks again for calling in, okay, bud?
3: No problem, sir. Stay dry. Thanks.
0: Right. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, We're going to take a short break here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450TheSportsBuzz.com. This is The Big Nasty Show.
3: feel so close to you right now, it's a force field I wear my heart upon my sleeve like a big deal Your love bars down, I mean, surround me like a waterfall oh,
0: I don't know, these, these two guys no we'll have to take that up here like earlier Take care all that bitch, tell me where to be so close to you Welcome back in here to the Big Nasty Show. We are, I tell you what, we're chilling. We're chilling out here at the uh, 1450 Sports Buzz, 1450sportsbuzz.com, out here at Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. That's a beautiful golf course. It looks like some great shape. We're just outside. It looks beautiful, doesn't it, man? It's a good, beautiful, beautiful situation we got going on there. Um, we have got... Uh, We've got a lot to talk about. We didn't get to a lot yet to today. We want to talk a little bit about Asian Baseball. I'm going to handicap this Friday card for you here. I've already handicapped, but I'm going to tell you what my picks are if you want them or if you don't. Uh, you can call in uh, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzzline at any time. It's 384 uh, uh, 1450, and they'll get, they'll get that taken care of for you. You can talk to me. And uh, after my show, we have a great show coming on. It's the Afternoon Drive featuring the Sizzling Bacon and uh, also uh, Rashawn, or pardon me, Perrin uh, Johnson's coming in. Um, it's, we're out here at this, it's called the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament at Polo Fields Golf and Country Club, and it looks like the rain is actually letting up a little bit, so hopefully they're going to get rocking here in just, just a minute on this one. they got a real good turnout for this one, so um, Polo Fields got a lot of nice, nice things to offer. they got real nice, nice membership packages. They have a banquet room as well here, facility for you to get your wedding needs. You get your, they got a nice uh, facility here that takes care of all that stuff for you. You really just basically have to make up your reservations to make up your... Uh, you invite the people, and they'll pretty much take care of it all for you. So, uh, Anyway, I wanted to recap, do a little Major League Baseball talk we haven't got to in a while before we get to this handicapping that I'm going to do for you. Um, because the the uh, Braves were just in town for the Reds. They had a three-game home stretch. Uh, the, Braves are, the Braves are playing, uh, they were playing lights like out. They hit a little bit of a brick wall lately, but uh, they're still at still the, the, the top of the division by two games. Uh, right behind them is the Washington Nationals two games back. Washington Nationals. Uh, they have probably the, arguably the best pitching staff in the majors. But we, uh, we have yet to see them uh, win three or four games in a row. They can't seem to string it together like that. But uh, the Reds have the Milwaukee. Uh, the Brewers are in town this week. They're going to be in town the uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a three-game stretch. The seven seven ten on Friday, four ten on Milwaukee, or uh, on Saturday, and then one ten on Sunday. You can go up to Cincinnati to check out a game there. So, um, I was. I was checking out some of the news yesterday, and I saw that the, there's a big, uh, big hype on this uh, D Wade outfit that he put on. I don't know if anybody saw this or not, but he, uh, D Wade decided to put some Miami uh, flamingo-patterned sort of leather. It was a uh, Versace, though, or something like that. So he uh, he he put that on, and everybody was all up in a roar. And I say, you know, when you're when you're a man of that caliber, you, you wear whatever you want. Is what I'm saying. You can't you can't yeah, to keep them sexy is, is what's the most important thing about it all at all times. is to keep it sexy, so we gotta we gotta keep that rolling like that. So, and then the, they were saying about this, this crazy woman the other day. Apparently, at the Bulls game, Yokim Yo- Yo- Noah or Yakim Yo- Noah was leaving the court. <laughs> he was walking to the to, back to the locker room, and apparently this woman like got out of her seat and lunged the F, the uh, middle finger at him which is kind of funny because it's like they did some research on this score because, you know, now one of the things you have to realize in this day and age is wherever you're at or whatever you're doing, there's a camera somewhere close by, and that camera's going to pick it up and, and, and take care of that for you. So uh, you got to be extra, extra careful not to be doing things like that. But
3: she, uh,
0: she was actually, uh, <laughs> apparently she's been in like three marriages, and then there's a allegations that one of her husbands, or this, this woman who slipped who the bird to tell you, you know it, one of her husbands uh, was wound up dead uh, through asphyxiation or something along those lines. I don't know the exact details, but uh, you know we're not saying anything about that. So, <laughs> but uh, good luck to you there, honey. And on the uh, on the fashion note again, we have also Cam Newton. Cam Newton has his own clothing on now, and uh, I'm I'm sure that most of the associates of the station are a little bit uh, a little bit uh, you know. Bigger, bigger built individuals, and they uh, they would do do well by the Cam Newton clothing line. But uh, everybody's getting their hands in the money. They want a little a little bit of that cookie jar. So I talked to Rashawn Myers on that segment. We were talking NBA, and he said that uh, if they continue, Clay Thompson and Seth Curry will in fact be the best shooting backcourts that there ever has been. So, and I can't really disagree with that. There's no reason to disagree with that. Would just say? Uh, Anyway, so, again, we're, we're going live from Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. Uh, Matt Benison was out here a little bit ago. He was talking about the local sports, which we do. Uh, it seems as if the rain has picked up again after it's slowed down. We have a beautiful view overlooking the 18th green here. Um, they've got real good food out here, too. It's a good thing because most people are waiting around to try to get out here and tee off. So we're going to get a bite to eat after this is all said and done here. Uh, and hopefully the rains will lift up so they can get this Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament underway out here uh, at the Polo Fields and Country Club. So, I, uh, today is the first day for Churchill Downs to open up. Um, I'm going to break down the, the, the race card for you, as this rain will affect everything in horse racing the same way it would in any other sport. So, before we do that, though, I wanted to talk about this. I want to talk about both college baseball and Major League Baseball and kind of give you just a brief rundown as to where everybody stands in, uh, in both of those. So, the Cardinal baseball team has been on a roll. They, uh, they've actually won, I think they won 10, 10 in a row. Last uh, so I checked, nine or ten in a row. They uh, they've been on a run. They they whooped up on Georgetown, the WKU. They beat Indiana, and then they went on a road trip against uh, the, the Villanova. Took care of them. Uh, they're they're playing tonight at Connecticut, Utah. They got a three game series at Utah. Uh, the times are not there yet, the, but they they play at Utah three games in a row, and then they have a day off. They come back against Ohio State on Tuesday. This is an interesting series. That's going to be an interesting game. And then they have a three-game home series against Pittsburgh to close out the regular season. And uh, they, uh, they're they playing real well. So I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping they close out strong and they, they are able to get themselves locked up in a good seed for the Big East tournament, which also starts by the end of May. It's the, the 22nd. It starts down in Clearwater, Florida. They're gonna. There's a. It's a five day. It's Wednesday through Sunday that particular week. The Big East tournament, and I believe it's a round robin style, uh, a dual elimination tournament. And then they have four days off to prepare for the NCAA regional, which would be really interesting. So, uh, I'd like to go out there, and hopefully, we'll see the global Cardinal baseball team make some noise this year, like a lot of the other uh, sports teams throughout that con- the, the, the league have taken care of. So, um, on to the majors, we have. Like I said before, the Braves are still leading the division. They're up by two in the National League East. Not, and the Nationals are right there behind them. Uh, the Nationals are playing real well with that pitching staff. My Phillies are, surprisingly, they're not too far back. They're only five games back from the leader. And it seems like every time I turn the TV on, the Phillies are losing. They lost Roy Holliday. He, he, he thinks he's coming back. Um, I think he's being optimistic, to be perfectly honest with you. I think uh, it's doubtful. It's really doubtful that he would come back. So, um we the, the Phillies and then of course the Mets and the Marlins are bringing up the basement. The Marlins are horrible. I was reading an article the other day about the Marlins are going to shut down. They're shutting down the upper tier of their stadium of their park because they simply uh, they simply cannot, Fill the seats. They can't fill the seats. It's that simple. So they've cloaked down the whole top park. So uh, so we're going we're to take a quick break here on 1450thesportsbuzz.com. We're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk to Nick Stover from the Flying Cardinal, and we're going to talk to him about uh, sort of the Louisville hangover and the Kentucky Derby hangover. When we come back on 1450 here here's the Big Nasty Show.
1: And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. For you and me, living out our dreams,
0: we're all right where we should be. If my arms are wide, I open my
1: eyes, and
0: now, all i out here, we're doing a little live, we're, we're hanging out live. We love to hang out live here, on sports, sports, but um, we, 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 we're a lot of stuff going on around this, these parts nowadays. The golf, the golf tournament's getting started. This one out here today is the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament, the 2013 version. But Mother Nature has a little damper on the 2013 version today. Um, but uh, I, I was going to get on the uh, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line here and talk with an old buddy of mine. Uh, Nick, are you on there, bud?
4: Nick, you there, bud? Yeah, down here.
0: Hey, buddy, how you doing, good. man? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, talking with Nick. Uh, pr- pretty good, pretty good. It's a little rainy out here. We're fixing to play some golf today, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, uh, I was just wanted to talk to you. I hadn't seen you since before the uh, since before the Volvo Cardinal basketball team won the national championship. So I kind of wanted to talk to you and see a little bit about how things have shook down since you got back in town here.
4: Yeah, yeah, no problem. It's uh, been a wild couple of weeks, obviously, um, as as always. But uh, really, it it took probably two weeks or so for that whole championship ride to sink in. You know, so much happened, and and you had people just all over the country going to the different games for the men's side, and also, of course, for the women's side, keeping up with them. Um, you know, for the championship game, I was there in Atlanta and got to. Celebrate with the team. Stayed up uh, most of the night, <laughs> trying trying to take it all in, and then hopped in in a car and pretty much hitchhiked my way down to uh, New Orleans to be there for the women as well.
0: There you go. So so tell me tell me and tell everybody that's listening a little bit about like you said you get to hunt you get to hang out with the team after they win the national championship 2013 you get to hang out with the team tell me a little bit about how people what was that like for you.
4: Uh, it was a surreal feeling. I mean, everyone was just so excited. You had all this anticipation building up the entire year. And then, you know, just being there, first of all, at the at the arena, on the court and seeing how excited those guys were and just seeing this huge release of emotion and everyone just hugging and celebrating. And, you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen Rick Pitino uh, that had happy. Um, but it was it was so exciting just to get to be a part of that. Um, not just for our players, but there's so many great people at, at U of L behind the scenes um, that that we're celebrating as well. You know, our, our marketing staff and our, our ticket staff, and of course the administrators. Uh, Tom Church and his family was there, and, and Patino and his family, and it was just an, an amazing experience getting to see everyone sort of sort of come together there. You know, as soon as the game ended, um, all the all the students got to sing "We Are the Champions" together, and. Um, you know, it's just images that will stay with me for my entire life. So that was, that was awesome. But then after the game, we actually, uh, everyone kind of poured into the streets, and the all of downtown Atlanta was just painted red, it seemed like. So everyone was filing out into, uh, into the different bars, restaurants, areas around there to celebrate, but a lot of people went back to the team hotel, and they actually did sort of a, a mini-more-private celebration with the team there and as soon as they arrived back, uh, we went up into one of the conference halls, and you know there is, I say private, but there's several hundred people there. And we all kind of filled that up, and, and Patino said a few words. He got some of his players up on stage. He had the trophies there. Um, I tried to get a lot of it on, on video as much as possible and actually put some of those up through uh, my Twitter feed and everything um, and on our Facebook page as well. So you should definitely check that yeah, out if, if you missed it. out, but it was just a, a really cool thing to be a part of.
0: Uh, I can only imagine. Again, I'm talking with uh, Nick Stover here, out from live live from Polo Fields, off the Country Club. we have chatting with Nick Stover. He's the Flying Cardinal. Tell them a little bit about uh, what, what you got going on there, and how they how they can how they can uh, access the stuff that you're putting out there in case they're trying to look for it.
4: Yeah, of course. Well, as the director of social media, part of my job here is to give fans a behind-the-scenes perspective on everything going on with Louisville Athletics. So I try to make it to as many of the different events as I can. As I was saying a minute ago, I travel with, uh, with the teams to some of the big games um, on the road as well. Um, I really just try to capture what it's like to be a student-athlete, to be at these incredible events, and to share stories um, with, with our fans. So the best way to keep up with me is on Twitter. My handle is at UL Flying card. And uh, the idea behind that is I'm supposed to be flying around the campus and the country just providing all this great information and updates to our fans. Um, You can also get a lot of good stuff on our Facebook page as well, and that's just facebook.com slash go-cards. Absolutely, and I and
0: I'll tell you what—if you haven't seen the stuff that Nick and his, his, his associates are putting out, man, it's—it's—it's it's, it's in the cut, man. That's for sure. You guys are got—you got the inside look. Um, I thought I had an inside look, uh, but I found out that it was nothing compared to what uh, the access that you've got. But uh, good stuff all the way around.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm—I'm I'm very fortunate to be part of this organization, part of Louisville Athletics, and especially at, at this time in its history. I mean, this last year, I, I've talked to you a couple of times, fortunately, and. It's just been unreal how much has gone on. You know, there was a period of about, well, three months right in the middle of the year where it seemed like every single day was was something incredible happening. Um, every single I week, know. of course, there was a big announcement with the conference change and the coaches coming back and the big wins. And I, I don't think I slept for three months straight. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's
0: been it's been a. It's been a Masonic year in these parts for the Cardinal uh, you know, affiliates and family and friends and everything. It's just been really, you know, hopefully it continues on. I mean, they built quite the athletic program from top to bottom, as we've talked about many times before. They're definitely not going to, it's not like they're going to fall off the face of the earth anytime soon, because they got, they've, got, they've got a foundation and a backbone for years, of years, years and years of success to come. Sorry, and you uh, so
4: did you guys have a to go to the, uh, the the Derby? You know, I here's what happened with that. I, I went Thursday actually, uh, with, with our department here. We we had a uh, chance to get out there a little bit ahead of ahead of the crowds and enjoy a day at the track. Um and then we went uh I went Friday to the Oaks and had some, some really nice seats and went with some friends and, and uh just kinda enjoyed the day, you know, before things got too crazy. And it was it was awesome Friday great weather, and of course, as we all know, Saturday was was a bit of a mess, so I got all ready to go, went down to uh, a friend's little pre-race party, and, um, you know, the rain just kept coming, it felt like it just kept getting colder and colder, and I actually just watched the derby on TV this year, unfortunately, but I had every intention of going, just the weather wasn't, uh, wasn't cooperating. Well,
0: it's funny you mention that, because that's precisely the scenario that unfolded with me. I was... It- the rain was so bad, and people were crammed so much underneath the, the over-covered stuff. Anyway, you, you could literally, could not move. Um, and I had, yeah. even with my access that I have, I still couldn't, you know, to get back and forth from the media room to the track and to the paddock was, was like, you know, it should have taken a minute. It took you 10, 15, 20 minutes, and, you know. It's just, I said to myself, you know what, I'm, I'm soaked. I'm pouring down rain. It's pouring down rain on me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pack up, make my wagers, and then just go home and watch it from the from the couch. Which is exactly what I did. That's very lame, but uh, you know you can't compete with Mother Nature as we're seeing today. You know it's pouring down rain yeah. right now. So yeah, it's brutal so out there. Next, I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to get into golf. Sorry about that. Oh, that's fine. Do you? Uh, so what's next for you? Do you you? Uh, What's next is
4: kind of a little bit of a law right now, or what's ne- are you following closely now? Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's still a lot going on. Um, graduation is, is tomorrow for the Louisville students, but uh, we still have a softball team competing here tonight in uh, the Big East um, Conference Finals. So if they win tonight, I think they're on to the championship round, if I'm not mistaken, or at least pretty close. Um, they're down in Tampa. Our baseball team's out in uh, Connecticut. They play UConn all weekend. Um and they're flying back here and then on to Ohio State and then here for Pittsburgh for um I think their final home stay next weekend. And we got track and field that is supposed to be running here at home today as well, but uh like you said, that that might not be happening. Um they've been out there warming up trying to get some stuff in, but it's just we're, we're, out here. we're talking we're talking with Nick Stover from the Flying Cardinal and we're out here at Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. And
0: unfortunately rain is sort of uh, affecting everything today, so not much you can do about Mother yeah. Nature when when she comes to talk to you, you know what I mean?
4: Oh, yeah, it's really slowing things down.
0: So, did you make any money on Derby? I guess that's the real question. Or Oaks, it's
4: all the same thing. <laughs> uh, you know, I I made more on, on Derby than I didn't know, so I was still able to put, put in a little bit on, on Orb. I uh, went with the favorite, and I, I put a little bit on Patino's horse, too, just because it was, it was hard not to, but of course, uh, Golden Sense didn't do as well as, as we had all hoped, but. Uh, yeah, a little bit that day. I think I lost, uh, lost more on Oaks and, and Derby was just about trying to make some of that up. But, uh, not, not a huge, uh, track guy myself. I, I love getting out there as much as I can, but to be honest, I didn't grow up in Kentucky and, and all the numbers and, and the way that people go about, uh, the betting is just sort of over my head.
0: Yeah. Well, wow, that's what I'm uh, in the last segment today because they start on Friday nights now. They do the Friday night racing is supposed to be they're dubbing it as the best happy hour in Louisville, and that's uh, the two forty five mm-hmm. post on Fridays that goes until you know about seven
4: thirty eight o'clock at night.
0: And that's they they throw down pretty good out there. It's quite a party.
4: Mhm. Yeah, I've been to a few of those. They're they're awesome. So, like I said, I I try to make it out to Churchill as much as I can, especially during the summer while we got a little bit of free time here and in, in the schedule. It's kind of nice not having events every single night of the week for for a while here. It's get good recovery time for us. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, um, you know, we'll you'll
0: have to um, you have to let me know. You have to send me a text the next time you're planning on coming out, and, and we'll see if we can't get together and, and get some bets going there and make make a little money. You know, it's always nice to make a little money on the side too.
4: Hey, that'd be great. Love to uh, tap into your expertise a little bit yeah yeah, exactly exactly so uh so you got a, you got a you got kind of a light week this week or next week or because of the the yeah, yeah, it's you... really it's really calming down you know we're uh, we're doing a lot of planning right now, so it's light on the event side, but everyone here is still putting in some good uh eight ten twelve hour days getting things ready for uh the summer events and and of course for next season. So this summer we've got uh, some some uh, traveling things going on. We do what's called the Cardinal Caravan, and we actually go around with a few of the coaches, a few of the student-athletes, uh, some of the trophies, and do different stuff in cities around Kentucky uh, just to sort of sort of share the experience with our fans and, and get people in some of the outlying communities in, involved and make them feel a part of all this great stuff that's been happening here. So we're planning for that right now. I, I don't think we've announced the, the stops or the dates yet, but that will be coming pretty soon. Um, and then, of course, there's a lot of stuff to get ready for for the fall. I mean, we have had such an incredible year with not just football, but volleyball and and men's and women's soccer and field hockey, and all those teams are, are raring to go already. So, got a little bit of downtime, but everyone's just in in full planning mode. Right, right. And you know, with success, with success that
0: comes more preparation. A lot of people don't realize that. Even with more, the more success you have. A lot of times more preparation is required, and that's where you and everybody else in that athletic department kind of fits in. So uh, you making a lot of people happy in these parts, that's for sure. The Louisville Cardinals are making a name for themselves nationwide, which is, which is huge for, for future endeavors. So.
4: Yeah, and that was one of the coolest things about traveling around with, with basketball. I mean, the first stop, of course, being here in Lexington was, was great because um, we had so many people from Louisville travel, travel over and really painted rough red, so to speak. And then up in Indianapolis, you know, there was a ton of fans that traveled for that. Um, but getting out to to Atlanta was awesome as well because there was a lot of people, you know, that were not from Louisville who came in uh, to watch that game. So people from Atlanta and from the surrounding states um, were really starting to build up quite a, quite a national following.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, well, listen, Nick, I, 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 thanks for calling in. We, uh, you, you came in on the, the middle of the break, too. Thanks for hanging in with us. And uh giving me a little insight. I just uh, hadn't seen you in a while, and I was kind of get an update from you as to what things were, how things were going. and Tell them a quick, uh, again, how they can get a hold of you, uh, how they can hook up with you, and then we'll let you get back to your day, my friend.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thanks again for having me on. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, best way to follow me and everything going on with UofL Athletics, uh, look me up on Twitter. It's at card. Uh, the same handle I have on Instagram as well. And then on Facebook, you can follow all of our social media, uh, facebook.com slash go-cards.
0: There you go. Again, this is Nick Stover from the Flying Cardinal, buddy. Thanks again for calling in. And, and like I said, when you um, if you're heading out to the track anytime this meets, uh, I've got to get kind of the inside on a lot of little angles. So uh, just send me a text and we'll hook up out there at the track, buddy.
4: That'd be perfect. I think uh, next weekend's the Preakness, right?
0: weekend is the Preakness on Saturday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about so, that. Mike, You're coming you might have to, to get out, break, out there so for that. I'll let you get back to your day, buddy. All right? All right. Perfect. Thanks a lot,
4: Nate. Talk to you soon.
0: Thanks, thanks, Nick. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here and come back on the flip side. We're going to this this uh, evening's racing from Churchill Downs right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. This is The Big Nasty Show.
3: How you I
1: love it when I tell him shove it cause it wasn't that long ago when Marshall sat Busted like luster cause he couldn't cut Mustard muster up, nothing brain fuzzy cause he's buzzing Woke up from that buzzing Now you wonder why he does it, how he does it Wasn't cause he had, wasn't circle around his head Waiting for him to drop dead Was it, or was it cause him just wrote him off Little hussy ass
0: Eddie Tyreen Memorial Golf Tournament is uh, is been slowly delayed because of Mother Nature. It's out there for it. So uh, they tonight is the first night of Churchill Downs racing, and uh, I just wanted to give you a couple of a couple of picks because they already started. They already started the Churchill Downs uh, meet, and we are we're gonna we're gonna get that we're gonna get to that here real soon. I just wanted to bring up. Uh, Wanted to bring uh, one of the uh, one of the elite one of the organizers of this event out here um, uh, sit down and have ch- have a chat with me. Now we're, we're again we're out here at the Polo Fields Golf and Country Club. Uh, one of the things that happened today was out of all of our control. Unfortunately, we we, uh, we had a little Mother Nature concern. So introduce yourself, sir, once again, and we'll uh, talk a little bit about what's going on around. Uh, Polo Fields Golf and Country Club here. Uh,
1: yeah, my name is, is uh,
2: Joe Frederick. I'm the uh, head golf professional here at uh, Polo Fields Golf and Country Club, and uh, yeah, obviously we had a great event out here today, the um, 2013 Eddie Tyree Memorial uh, Pro Am, uh, which helps pro- uh, provide some money to junior golf around the area. And obviously the weather didn't cooperate, but um, we're going to um, we've actually you know canceled for today and uh, big important day, but we're going to reschedule. We're going to uh, shoot for May 31st, uh, so talking to everybody uh, that was here and, and get the teams back together. I think everybody's good to go. So we'll look to have a, a great day here on May 31st, three weeks from today. Okay. Well, Mother Nature may have put a spoiler or a damper on things for us today,
0: but that's not going to deter from a lot of the good things you got going on out here as a whole at the uh, Hills Golf and Country Club. Um, Tell me a little bit about that and what's, uh, what's some, some events that are coming up
2: and, uh, you know, how, how get a hold of you, those kind of things? Yeah, we've got uh, several events coming up uh, later on in the year um, from an outside venue. Uh, we are a private country, country club, so, uh, you know, we have memberships are available, but we do some outside events. Uh, we host a lot of weddings uh, in the area. We've got a beautiful setting here on our veranda looking out over the golf course, and uh-huh. it sure is a beautiful clubhouse in here for, for receptions, but, you uh, We've got uh, a junior golf tour event coming uh, June seventh uh, here, which is a Friday, and then later on the year in September, uh, we're going to host the Kentucky Senior Open, uh, which is the local, um, the be local golf professionals and amateurs, uh, seniors 58, 50 years and older, uh, for their their senior open out here later this fall. So we're looking forward to that event. So, as uh, you uh, you're
0: obviously a lot younger than that. So when uh, when you get to be that age, are you going to do a
2: little, try to make the TU tour, possibly? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll probably still be here, hopefully, to <laughs> how things work out. But, uh, yeah, a really good place going on out here, and um, our know, memberships growing, but uh, memberships are available, uh, and, um, I'll, uh, again, along with hosting other events. Um, there's a lot of great things going on out here. Uh, so I heard talk of uh, the
0: possibility of some of the folks going out to the racetrack
2: today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny. uh. Um, That was one of uh, Eddie's big things that he enjoyed to do. Uh, He he loved to play golf, and uh, he was real passionate about that. But he was passionate about the horses, too. He just loved to be out there, um, you know, amongst the guys and having friends out there and enjoying the day. And that was kind of his... His perfect day, doing a little golf, and it was cracking. I tell you, I said so, well, he's got, he, 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 he yeah. would got along. Yeah, I love to do, I like, to, I, I, love playing golf, and I love,
0: uh, I love the twenties. So yeah, a good thing. But. Yeah,
2: that's what a lot of guys are saying. You know, that, that worked for him over the years is, you know that he's trying to tell us something. He wants us to go to the track today. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> hey, you know, that's that's a cool angle of you know the I mean? uh, So how can they get a hold of you if they, uh, if they need to get some more information from you or any of your associates here? Uh, yeah, they can call us at uh, 502-244-6688. Uh, Patrick Fisher is our membership director. Uh, or you can call the golf shop here. Uh, my name is Joe Frederick, and uh, we can answer any of your membership questions uh, if you'd like to get out and play and, and see the place. And uh, we'd love to take care of you. There you go. So again, we're out here at Polo Sales Golf and Country Club. Unfortunately we
0: are we that we had to cancel the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament, which we're rescheduling what was the date you uh, May up? thirty first. You're looking at May thirty, 30, 30 first, first? Yeah. reschedule that. We're gonna we're gonna get everybody else as everybody was nobody seemed to be down spirited about it too much. Everybody seemed to be no, worried it's, about it's a, it.
2: Yeah, it's, everybody's worried about it. It's it's a pro am and obviously Eddie had a had a great following and um uh, it's it's more it's more about the camaraderie for us getting everybody together every year he had such a, a big group that followed him and yeah, it's like a big family reunion. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's yeah. not about the golf. It's yeah. just about uh, getting together and, and having a good time. Yeah, so unfortunately
0: we didn't get a chance to play today. I would have liked to get a chance to play. Today. It, looked, it, of course, looks excellent, and that's from a golfer's perspective. I mean, I just was outside a bit looking at it. I mean, of course, there's a lot of water on it now. But, oh, yeah. but that'll make for good things in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Get yeah. so yeah. on out here. Or give a call out here. It's a 502-244-6688. It's the Paul Golf and Country Club. And uh, they'll take care of everything you need out here. It's a beautiful facility. It's, it's 15 minutes from anything in Louisville much yep. So, yep. so yep. and uh, now, Joe, now pleasure for stopping by and and uh, letting us come out here and do this for you guys and and you for us and myself. Anybody have I Appreciate you it. Got it, buddy. So, again, that's Joe Frederick. He's the uh, head pro out here at Global uh, Fields Golf and Country Club. But uh, where uh, I did promise you some handicapping skills, uh, and I I didn't really get a chance because we had a lot of a lot of callers, a lot of interest, a lot of stuff going on out here. Uh, we have people stopping by. I'm just going to give you two things. I'm going to give you the late pick four at Churchill Bounds, and then I'm going to give you the late pick four at Belmont tomorrow because they have the Peter Pan running tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we talk a little horse racing on the Big Nasty Show here on 1450 Sports Buzz and 1450 Sports Buzz.com. We are out here at uh, Polo Field, as I've said, and the next show coming up is going to be that afternoon drive. If you're hungry, we've got sizzling bacon for you. If you're feeling you need sexy, we've got Perry and Johnson for you. Or either one, depending on what you're looking at. So they're coming up next on the afternoon drive here at three o'clock. They'll take you to the five o'clock hour house here at Polo Fields. Um, I do. Uh, we, they're all underway on the Friday night racing. They do a two forty-five post nowadays in the uh, in, in Churchill on Fridays. They call it the best happy hour in Louisville, which is, you know can't argue with them. If you've ever been out there, they've got nice half-priced beers and such. And there's there's ladies out there. I don't know what it's going to be like today. Uh, there's, there's a rainy track today, so first of all, you should, you should uh, note some of the important scratches. I'm going to go ahead, because these have already started. I'm going to take you to the later races and the late pick four slash pick five, which I'm going to be playing. Uh, there are some significant scratches in race nine. The one, Cathedral with Humberto Arroyo, is out. The three, Poets Corner, is out. And the six and the 12, are all big players, are out of that ninth race, which is the turf race that's now on the main track at a mile. The late pick four, I will break down for you briefly because I've got to get to the afternoon drive because they know what they're doing and I clearly don't. <laughs> so, anyway, in race seven, it's a six-and-a-half furlong race, a uh, claiming race. It's claiming claiming $8,000, six a six-and-a-half furlong race. I'm going to use the inside horses one and two, uh, Mucho Mucho Ano and uh, Lion's Dub with Miguel Mayer. And on the outside, I'm going to use... Ten horse, which is Corey Lannery and Philip Thomas, in the first leg. The fifty cents pick five. The fifty cents pick five is applied today. So, and then the second leg, race race eight. We're gonna have uh, we three horses in this one as well. I've gone, I'm going three, 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 a single, and three. Uh, and I'll tell you what that costs you here in just a second. In the eighth race, we're going to go with the 179. I'm going a little bit long ball in this race. We'll see what happens. Seven will be the favorite, probably the horse to beat. Downtown Ghost has a big wet number, and it's raining miserable outside, so he's got the Ghost Sapper off him again as a good wet sire. Uh, those two, those three horses there, 179. In the ninth race, there was huge scratches, which changed my pick five significantly because of the, all the horses I used were scratched. So I've changed it around completely, and I've went with 4, eight, 11. 4 is Calvin Burrell, Kiss of Thunder. Should take it to the rail and love the slop. Calvin is the best rider out there when he can get to the rail and ride on the slop. So he's going to take it there, and it's kisses Thunder for, for Buff Bradley. Also, I'm going to use, in that race, I'm going to use the 8 horse, the Sean Bridgman-David David Carroll entry. This horse has got a big wet number as well. Should like the track, No, knows and believe that he wouldn't uh, like the slop. And then we have the 11 horse, on the outside, it's, it's, it draws into the race because it's a main track-only race. Third race off the layoff, Ricardo Santana Jr. for Steven Asmussen. And I believe he's going to be there as well. So, And then I'm singling Power Broker in the 10th race. The 10th race, and the, the feature of the day is an allowance race. It's a $52,000 allowance race, a mile and a sixteenth. And uh, we will feature that one there for you, The single of that. And then we have three horses to finish to pick five. Three, seven, eleven in the last race of the day that'll put you together that'll put you together a forty one dollar pick five. It's the Lake 50 Cent pick five and hopefully you will hit it. So Again, I want to remind you that coming up next from Polo Fields Golf Country Club, we have the Afternoon Drive with Perrin Johnson and Trevor Kelsey that are coming to you here. Uh, remember, anytime, if you're driving around your car at 1450 AM, anywhere in the Kentucky area, you can pick up any of this, this program or any other program. If you are interested in any sponsorship information, just give me a, send me an email at uh, BigNastyShow13 at gmail.com. We can get you some of the the freshest and most inexpensive uh, advertising and sponsorship for your business, for small local business that we can get. Remember to have your your little hooligans spayed and neutered at all times. Remember to keep it sexy because that's the most important thing of it all, uh, keep it sexy. And remember, they're they're rescheduling the Eddie Tyree Memorial Golf Tournament out here at Polo Fields and Golf Country Club because it had to be canceled today. They're rescheduling it for May 31st. They're going to try to get everybody together. Um, I want to thank Joe Fredericks, the head pro out here, for talking to me for a bit. I want to thank Nick Stover uh, from the Flying Cardinal for calling in and chatting with me for just a moment. And uh, I want to thank our associate, Rashawn Myers from Mason and Myers in the morning, for calling in and talking to me about the NBA. Remember, we got Churchill Downs tonight and the rest of the weekend. Supposed to be nicer weather tomorrow. So have a great weekend. Uh, this has been the Big Nasty Show right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Have a great weekend.